Welcome, everyone, to a podcast called Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. I am Ken, and uh, I am joined today with two other people, the other guy and a girl. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Julia. I figured I would mix it up a little bit to confuse everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, you sure did. The the Falcon and Winter Soldier is the story is the series that we're reviewing today, and we're doing episode three, season one, episode three, called Power Broker, and this is a continuation of what we've encountered so far. And uh, in the past, we've always kind of gone over the story, but it's kind of hard to do that because it's it's hard to sum up because it's just a continuing story, but. I guess we could say where we left off was that they were going to go visit uh, Zemo in prison. And he was the main bad guy sort of in Civil War, Captain America Civil War. Both of these characters don't like Zemo. And Zemo, you know, used the Winter Soldier, Bucky, for his own purposes. And so... He definitely doesn't want. But I think he's the one who suggested it, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. yes yeah. He did. It was pretty clever how they did it too. How they broke him out. Yes, and and, and not only that, but it was kind of like, here's the plan, and this is a hypothetical, and then oh by the way, I already did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's no cho choice in the matter. Maybe a little too easy to get him out of there. You would think it would be a lot more difficult, but yeah. But you know, it's you would have thought you would, you would have thought Zemo would have been at, at on the raft or something, and not like in a regular high security prison. But whatever. Sam and Bucky are arguing about the 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 idea that Zemo is free. And Zemo says, um, I, I love the scene where he goes, they're arguing about it, which is good to see because it's funny. And then Zemo goes, uh, you know, if I may, and they're like, no, they both say no at the same time. And so it's a neat little dynamic now that we have three people that are together. And they've accepted Zemo pretty well. They're, they're letting them kind of go free and everything, which I thought was a little odd. But their conversation on the private plane was pretty cool where they're talking about some stuff and then they get on a conversation about Marvin Gaye and um, so they're getting really good with the chemistry between the three of them and they all don't like each other kind of you know especially Zemo they don't like him but so some good stuff there yeah I mean this this episode <clears throat> kind of moved the story along mm -hmm. um, this is uh, Sharon Carter comes back mm. yep. and and is you know pretty much a badass <laughs> yep. um, and the the few scenes with the new Captain America ooh he's kind of a jerk yes yeah. he is we're starting to see that um he seems to be more the difference between obviously there's a lot of differences between him and the and the 
and, and Captain Steve Rogers is he thinks his uniform means that he should have power and Steve Rogers was always like you have to live up to what the, the symbol means you have to do the right thing you have to be the good person or whatever it's not the, the, the symbol on his chest or the, the shield which is what they talked about quite a bit in this episode you have to live up to that you have to be that and what's his name John Walker is just like look I'm Captain America do what I say and, and you know but. yeah he doesn't seem to get the the I don't know Captain the, the original Captain America was was so much better at listening to other people and working as a team most of the time and this guy's just like I'm I do what I say because I'm Captain America and like he pulls rank I guess for want of a better phrase <laughs> yeah and uh, obviously they're on the same sort of trail as Sam and Bucky so um, there's obviously going to be more intersections between the groups it does feel like it's setting up to be a big showdown between the two two pairs of people. Yeah, it does. It does. That's going to be a pretty cool fight when it happens. So, um, before we get into what they end up doing, because what they're doing is they're basically looking for the super super soldier serum, and there's a new there's a new production happening. And so they're on the trail of that. And meanwhile, we, we, we flip over to Carly, who's visiting um, somebody. Could be a, a, a mother figure or a sister or something mm -hmm. who um, dies. And um, again, very much making her a sympathetic character, even though she's technically a bad guy. And you're kind of like, oh, you know, there's something going on there, and she's really nice. And then later in the episode, she reverts back to being a terrorist. Yeah, she blows up a car and blows up the building, and her partner says, hey, there's still people in there. And she goes, well, this is the only language that they can understand. Yeah. So it, 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 just as you're thinking that this character maybe might be kind of a good not a good person, it's just they're from a different perspective and she goes ahead and does that, which is not really, you know, in our minds it might not be necessary because she got what she wanted out of them. She got supplies, I think, from the um, place. But mm -hmm. she had, she wanted to make, she had, wanted to deliver a message. So, uh, and not everyone in her group necessarily thinks that's a good idea. Yeah, the guy she was with obviously didn't think it was um, think it was appropriate. Or <laughs> and we find out a little more information. The power broker had the super so soldier serum to begin with, and Carly stole it from him, her, whoever. And that's probably the text message she got was like, "You stole that from me," or whatever. So, whoever the power broker is, and maybe we'll get into that a little bit. 
his organization is definitely involved in this. And so there's three sides. There's, well, you could technically say there's possibly four sides. Power broker side, the um, flag smashers, Sam and Bucky, six sides. Yeah, there's <laughs> Zemo side. There's Zemo side. And, Walker oh, no, side. Seven sides. Seven sides. And now Sharon. Sharon Carter, who's she working for? Yeah, who's she working for? And Captain America. So there's there's a lot of stuff going on, and obviously not all their agendas are going to matter. I just throw an A side and just throw a Mephisto in there just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah, so um, obviously some of these, yeah, it's very interesting uh, to see what's going to happen because there's so many different sides to this, and Zemo seems to be working with Bucky and Sam for now, but you know he's not gonna just let them bring him, put him back into prison. You know he's gonna want to uh, stay free. They go to Madripoor, who, which is a, um, a city. That features heavily in the Marvel comics, I guess. Yes, uh, it's I a haven for the for the villains. Yeah. Okay. It's like a safe place, and also mutants too. I think I had read somewhere that Wolverine visited there quite often. Well, one of the pubs was named after him. One of his aliases. Oh, okay. I thought it looked very Blade Runner-ish. Yes. Um, just by the way it looked with those neon lights and everything, and pretty cool looking. It reminded me of um, the old city of, I think it was called Kowloon, that was an actual place. Um, it was like this warren of, if you Google Kowloon, I think it's called Kowloon, if you Google it, it was like this warren of buildings with like electrical wires and and television antennas and and like no sunlight ever penetrated this place and and it was all kinds of shady stuff going on <laughs> in that um Kowloon, the walled city yes. yeah it was uh it was a crazy place you said was what happened to it oh uh, they tore it down it was in hong kong oh okay um they tore down a whole 18. city yeah, it got. It says here it settled in eighteen ninety eight. Date dissolved nineteen ninety three. Demolished in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, it's a park now, but uh, it was it was a crazy place. Like, look at the pictures of it online because it was just nutty. It's interesting. Oh wow! <laughs> also, the name of a humongous. Chinese restaurant in Saugus, Mass on Route 1 that just recently yes. shut down. <laughs> yes, but there's more than one of them, wasn't there? It's like... Uh, no, there, well, there may have been at one time, but uh, the, the big one was Yeah, on, the big one is Saugus. gone. <clears throat> yeah, they shut, they closed down a little, a couple years ago. and uh, It's probably going to be condos now or something. <laughs> so they, they traveled to this place, and, and I love the visuals of it. I just was like, wow. And then when they're driving in, they're driving down this road and the bikes come, the motorcycles come and escort them in and the music and everything. It was just 
pretty fantastic. I love that visual um, quite a bit. And I appreciate it when a, when a TV series does things like this. You know, there's a, there's a moment to be visual. It's moving the story along, and it's a visual that works really well. And, and I thought most of the stuff they shot in this in, later on in the clubs or whatever was pretty visual. It's like visual candy, basically. Mm, yep. Um, they go to see a character. I can't remember the name of the character, but... Um, Selby. Right? We're still on Matterpour. Yeah. Selby. Selby. Yeah. yeah, Selby. And they, um, they have a plan in the bar or the club or whatever, which results in a fight as the Winter Soldier is quote-unquote activated, and that's enough to get them an audience with Selby. Mm -hmm. Good fight scenes there. Um, and Selby, someone, uh, yeah. Yeah, and someone kills Selby, and they get blamed for it. Okay. Right, yeah, you don't see who shoots her. I thought it was Sharon, but... Or Sharon's... You know what, it could be Sharon. <sighs> don't know yeah. well the reason that she gets shot is because their covers blown because <laughs> Sam's phone rings that's you tell the bank <laughs> yeah and it was going good until she hey you know, get away from that cereal <laughs> she didn't pick up on on his you know whatever so she obviously and poor you know I don't know remember what her name was but uh, he, did he ever call her back to tell her he was okay? Because no, no, he didn't call Sarah back at all. <laughs> yeah, so that was a little bit weird. So they run out of there and they're on the run. And Sharon comes in, and gives them a place to go, and they start having conversations. And there's obviously Sharon's become very bitter. She's been on the run since everything, and since Civil War. When she stole the shield and all that. And nobody really um, has come to her aid at all. And Bucky says something like, wow, she's kind of awful now, isn't she? You know, and very bitter. So obviously there's another agenda there. You know, she's done well for herself. She's She has a bunch of artwork that she's stolen and sort of has become a, a mini criminal, it seems. Yeah, I feel like I need to go back and watch the these movies because, you know, I, I remembered her being in there but in in the movies, but I, I couldn't remember her storyline at all. Um and yeah, I feel like I'm I'm missing some stuff. Yeah, in, in the um in the Winter Soldier she was Steve Rogers' neighbor, but in reality, she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent keeping an eye on him. And she's the one who, who comes in after Fury's shot. It's, yep. And um, we find out that she's the niece of uh, Peggy Carter. And uh, so there's a connection, and that's mentioned a little bit in this. And I'm, Steve Rogers, yeah, go ahead. No, I wondered why she had such an old-fashioned name. 
mean, you don't hear too many people her age named Sharon. Yeah, and and she had she and Steve Rogers seem to be potentially a, a romantic hookup, um, but it just never never they never had time for it. And then Civil War, she was um, she was helping them, and obviously, like a lot of other of the heroes in Civil War, they had to go on the run at by the end of the um, movie. So this is where she's been ever since. As they're at her place, they. She says, I, I need to do some research, and they say, okay, well, we'll just hang out or whatever. And then the next scene, we see them in a club dancing, and then she's like, okay, let's go. We're all set. And it was at this point where I suddenly realized that there was there was an issue with it, with the editing of this. It seemed to be, I'm not sure where they were. They sort of showed up in a dance club for like 10 seconds, and then now we're off. It I was under the impression that she said she was – entertaining people and I thought they were they were at at her place where all the art stuff was. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It was her house or apartment or whatever. Okay, it just seemed a little odd to me. It wasn't and, it wasn't cut very well. Yeah. And so I thought that that was maybe again, I'm not trying to look for um I'm not trying to look for issues with it because of potentially shutdown of production with COVID or anything like that, but maybe that it just seemed, didn't seem quite right, mm. <laughs> but I'm not going to dwell on it. I thought it was still pretty good. The uh, storage container location, a lot of fantastic things are happening with this. They find the lab with Dr. Nagel, who's creating the um, super soldier and he's working for the CIA and he's the one who stole Isaiah's blood. And meanwhile, Sharon is kicking butt everywhere. All these guards or bounty hunters or whoever showed up, and she's taking them all out while they're just in there talking. Yeah, that was a pretty good scene. They explain now that the super soldier serum, uh, we saw what happened with Steve Rogers. He bulked up, and this is a different version of it where it just makes people stronger so obviously someone like Carly doesn't look like a muscle bound you know she's just stronger mm -hmm. and we get more story about how she, she stole it and everything and and our heroes Sam and Bucky don't see this coming for some reason but I think everyone else did that Zemo ends up <laughs> killing Dr. Nagel and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah, someone shoots a rocket launcher into the side of their storage container there. Yeah. Again, another really good action piece. I thought the fight in the club was really good, but this was really this was pretty good. I love the fight with Sharon's fighting the whole time, and then there's it gets even more escalated, which is fantastic. So that's when we find out that Sharon seems to be like, you guys are on your own, I'm staying behind, and then she's like, we got a pro couple of problems or whatever, so obviously her agenda is now not the same as Sam and Bucky's, so there's obviously something going on there. Yeah, who was that that picked her up? Do they, they don't ever say, right? They uh, never say, no. I don't know if her name was in the credits. Sometimes they give that up, but... I didn't see it, Then I wasn't looking for it. Yeah, me neither. So she's obviously working 
buy herself for another agenda? Is she working for the power broker? Is she working with, you know... Or is she the power broker? Yeah. Could be. Could be but why would she blow up her own stuff? Unless that wasn't her that blew it up. Mm -hmm. well, my theory is she's working for Fury. Yep. That's a so that possibility. Which is, I think she's been loyal, so maybe that's, yeah, that's a good possibility, actually. I have that written down here. Uh, they get in the car, Zemo, Sam, and Bucky. And Sam sits in the front seat, and Bucky goes, you're not going to move your seat up, are you? Sam's like, no, it's the other way. Sam was in the back seat, Bucky was in the front. Yeah. Harking like back Silver, to yeah, Silver War, where it was the opposite. And yep. Bucky goes, can you move your seat up? And he goes, nope. <laughs> so it was good to see that. So Walker, Captain America, um, suspects that Sam and Bucky broke Zemo out. Now he's considering them probably to be full-blown bad guys. and So now he's going to be going after them. And then at the very end, yeah. Bucky goes for a walk and starts finding all these little black metal balls that look like they're sort of inscribed with runes or something. And um, he realizes, I guess, that I don't know if somebody's looking for him, somebody's there that he wants to talk to, and then he turns around in this alleyway and sees um, Io, who was from... Wakanda. Wakanda. She was a part of the Dora Milaje. Mm -hmm. the special forces group there and has been tracking she's been tracking Zemo yes possibly maybe because he killed T'Chaka in the yeah, Civil Black, War yeah. King, yeah, the King, the King. Yeah. so that's another thing that they added so there's another group there's like yep. 10 different yeah. things going on mm. and they mention um what the heck is the name of the country? Soko Sokovia? Yep. yep. That um, Wanda is from. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they're, they're pulling a lot of storylines in here. Yeah, Sokovia is the city in Age of Ultron that was lifted up into the air, and they saved as many people as they could, and it came crashing down. There's mention, this is a stretch, I know, but I, there's a they mentioned that after Sokovia came down, they, I don't remember who was that was talking about this, but they were saying that neighboring cities or, or countries or whatever sort of flourished from that. And mm -hmm. I didn't understand any of that, but I, when I looked at this video, I found they were saying that obviously Sokovia was full of vibranium, which is the metal that um, that super powerful metal, and there was probably a lot of it in the rubble. And the neighboring um, country, which again, I I'm, I'm, got this from someone else. And I, is it Lavinia? No, you mean you mean where Doctor Doom is from, Latveria yeah. or something like that? Latveria, sorry. Latveria. Latveria, who could be Doctor Doom, and so that's the kind of a 
shoehorn in little Easter egg that they're potentially just mentioning that maybe Doctor Doom is getting his powers as we speak because he's you know he's getting powerful because he's living off of the disaster of Sokovia. So another little insight, I, I, you know, I don't know how accurate that is. Maybe Doctor Doom's behind all of it, but but they never okay. But they yeah. Have, at first, when they saw that they went to Latvia, I was like, oh, wait, it's, oh, wait, no, that's actually a real country. No, never mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a real place. Yeah, and that's just a throwaway. I don't think they're going to address that. That's just, you know, something they threw in there to potentially link it up because they, they can use the Fantastic Four if they wanted to now. But we're not going to, you know, they're not going to go that far with it, I don't think. No, because they haven't even cast any of them yet. Yeah. But it's a little bit of a link. So, yeah, I, I thought this episode was, was really good. Um, again, they do fantastic with the action pieces. And they continue with the character development. And now its story itself is like, whoa, okay, <laughs> let's make a chart up in the wall here and who's what and who's working with who and they have what three episodes left to yeah i got three episodes left to unless one of them is like longer than an hour like the last one is longer than an hour i don't they got to start moving yeah or there's going to be a second season oh that's possible that's very possible so yeah, um, a lot of agendas going on. The story's really getting interesting. The actions are still really good. The characters. So. So is Kurt Russell and White Russell the only father and son tandem that acting tandem that have been in the in the uh, Marvel movie MCU movie? Kurt Russell and who? Wyatt Russell, his son, who plays, you know, Captain the new Captain America. You did know that, right? No, that's I did not. Wyatt know that. Russell. That's nope. Kurt Russell's son. Yeah. No. I, I don't I don't know. There's a lot of movies and T V shows, so I don't know um the answer to that, whether or not that's that's the only uh but yeah, so um a lot of good stuff. Oh, so what I was thinking of was here we are talking about three episodes left and how are they gonna wrap it all up? We were having the same conversation with WandaVision. Mm, true. And so <laughs> we'll see. But we have three more left, and it's moving pretty good, and definitely looking forward to the rest of it. So, yep. Any, anything else about this one? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs>